Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. All right, we've heard lots about the Three Amigos Summit. The leaders of Mexico, the U.S., and Canada are meeting up in Ottawa for a three-day, uh, or sorry, for the Three Amigos Summit. Uh, is this all pomp and circumstance? Does anything really come out of it? And how has the discussion regarding Brexit uh, changed these meetings? Mike LaCourture is with us, Global National Ottawa correspondent, and with us now. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you today? Great, how are you doing? Good, thanks for taking the time to join us. Uh, how does Ottawa change when uh, Barack Obama arrives? What's the difference in Ottawa the day before and the day of? It is really quite incredible, actually. I mean, Ottawa, uh, for all intents and purposes, a vibrant capital where a lot of people sort of move around freely. Amazing considering it's uh, you know, a GA capital. You don't see the security all that often. When Obama comes to town, it is the complete opposite. Um, streets are completely bare. You cannot get around very easily. For instance, to get into the National Gallery here, where Obama is meeting with uh, Enrique Peña Nieto and uh, Justin Trudeau, I had to go through security at 7.30 this morning just to make sure that I got in early enough and before all the streets closed. Uh, I mean, he came in with a, a caravan of cars and uh, you know, motorcycles. I mean, just to, to understand it, uh, you have to see it. Uh, but it really is one of those things where security uh, almost makes this town uh, basically on lockdown. Part of downtown is on lockdown. Uh, is there a difference? Uh, obviously, the Mexican president came in first, then Barack Obama after. Is there a difference in security levels when just the Mexican president is there as opposed to when the U.S. president arrives? For sure, and you know we saw it yesterday. There was some limited access when you would see, um, you know, all of their motorcade, the Mexican motorcade, uh, go through the city streets, uh, but nothing like a U.S. president. You know, obviously, always being called the most powerful man in politics or the most powerful position in politics, uh, and they do that. The Rideau Canal, which uh, as anybody who's visited here knows, basically splits Ottawa uh, right down the middle, is closed for uh, to any boat uh, traffic, any kind of pleasure craft. There is a 22-kilometer radius um, for no-fly zone for drones over the National Gallery. Hmm. I mean, this is the level that we're talking. Uh, obviously, you talked about the canal being closed, and we know what that's like in the summertime. Uh, does life change a lot for the average citizen of Ottawa? Do they care? Do they, you know, do they just go about their business? Does this rattle them at all? Does it bother them? It doesn't really bother them at all. I mean, I think uh, there are a number of people excited to see, um, as you know, sitting U.S. presidents in town. Some of them gathered at some secure areas hoping to grab a glimpse of them. Uh, big screens that are already set up for Kennedy festivities on Parliament Hill will be broadcasting his address to Parliament a little later on today so the public can go there, try and you know, grab a, any kind of glimpse of him. There's always been this sort of, um, you know, this, uh, how can I say, this excitement around Barack Obama. So uh, it, it does catch a lot of the people here uh, in Ottawa, but, but, you know, because this town is so used to foreign dignitaries, uh, Obama is special, but at the same time, he's a dignitary, and there's mm-hmm. work to be done in this in this town. And I guess everybody's just used to it by now. Uh, how you know? Obviously, we heard uh, when the Mexican president arrived, uh, the talk of, of beef exports and, and tourism and such. Uh, sounds like they've made some some uh, uh, some progress there. Are we going to see the same thing with the United States, or is this pretty much a ceremonial meeting? 
Uh, for the U.S., it is uh, fairly ceremonial, but what ends up happening here is that they have agreed to a lot of things behind the scenes. A lot of what they agreed to was already done in March at that big state dinner. So I'm talking about reducing methane gas emissions by 40 to 45 percent of the 2012 levels, and that is uh, expected to happen by 2025. Bringing Mexico on board with that, so that, that was a bilateral agreement. Now it'll be a trilateral agreement. Also making sure that between the three countries, 50% of the uh, production of uh, electricity comes from clean sources, hydro, solar, and wind. Canada already has about 80% of its um, electricity produced in that manner, so it's an easy target for us to set. Other discussions that they've been having, though, that will be really interesting to Canadians is um, there was some discussions of sending troops, uh, Canadian troops, to Latvia in a training mission. It looks like uh, that is something that uh, they may talk about and may be announced today also discussing peacekeeping in Colombia. You remember they signed that, uh, that peace accord just last week, uh, and the UN is looking for any kind of country that has a lot of experience in peacekeeping. Canada does. Trudeau campaigned on wanting to do more peacekeeping, and that could come out of this summit as well because it is being discussed. What's the relationship like between the Mexican and the United States presidents? Uh, we obviously know the tension that's being created within the election campaign. Does any of that come out in a situation like this? No, I, I think what really ends up coming out is that you, you see uh, the Mexican president and uh, President Obama sort of trying to make sure that they're discussing on how each country can sort of insulate itself from whatever is coming down the line this fall with whoever is elected. Uh, everybody is expecting a more protectionist uh, president, either Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. So, yeah, I have a feeling that behind the scenes they're really talking about, okay, so, you know, going forward, what do you think, uh, you know, Enrique uh, Peña Nieto is likely asking uh, Obama, you know, this is where I'm thinking that I can take this relationship uh, and, and maybe sort of exchanging ideas on that front on how to make sure that they keep the relationship in a good place. Uh, any protesters around Ottawa at this point? Have, we, have the police or security met with any resistance in that respect? Uh, not at this point. And this is the funny thing about being at these kinds of summits is uh, you don't get to see them because they're not allowed anywhere close to it. So if there are any protesters, they're very far away from this area. Uh, and at this point, we haven't seen any. Um, but again, you know, because it is uh, Ottawa, uh, last time you had a Three Amigos summit in Canada, it was at Montebello, and that is when we saw some clashes. Uh, we haven't seen anything of the sort right now here in Ottawa. Uh, talk about the relationship between Obama and Trudeau, and, and do you think that perhaps the Mexican president feels a little left out? Well, if he did feel left out, I think uh, yesterday's jog maybe made up for it. You saw that Henry uh, Neto yeah. and, uh, and Trudeau out for a jog uh, in their semi-bromance. But obviously, you know, you can definitely <laughs> see it with Trudeau and Obama. They still get along really well. The three of them, when they walked up the Grand Hall here in the gallery, big smiles, look like they really get along. Uh, and I think Trudeau will really want to make sure that he sort of solidifies that relationship because, again, just like the Mexican president, he knows what's coming down the line. He could have a less warm relationship with the next U.S. president. Such a contrast happening with the Three Amigos Summit versus what's happening in the European Union. Can one help the other? Uh, how much of, of, of Brexit is going to be monopolizing the summit? 
I don't think they'll be monopolizing, and I think what uh, there is a conscious effort on the three leaders. They want to emerge from this and show that cooperation between countries does work. And I think they're very mindful of the fact that they know that the, the world could be watching this, and they want to be that example. They want to show um, that if you have an alliance with different countries, like-minded countries, that it can work. It doesn't have to be as tight as the EU was. It can be um, just like NAFTA was or even, you know, as it's evolved, how the North American alliance has sort of evolved. And they want to make sure that when they're coming out of this, and that, I believe, will be one of the messages that they try to convey at their press conference, the uh, the, the three leaders all together, is that, you know, to steal a bit of a phrase, together is better. And, and you know, you can make these alliances work. And the Brexit does not have to be the example going forward. Do you think that will resonate with the EU and the UK? Or do you think people will just look at it, wow, you got a completely different scenario there than we do here? Well, I, I think it, it can resonate, but it, it's possible that the EU is already too far uh, to the point that it can scale back, or the EU looks at it and says, maybe we do need to scale this back and and look at the model over in North America and see how they're working, and maybe that does become the new model for uh, other countries who want to get together. Is the Mexican president sort of the opening act for the U.S. president? Is that what it feels like in Ottawa? It really does. I mean, when you consider that everybody is looking forward to this uh, address uh, by President Obama to the joint session of Parliament, uh, I mean, that is really sort of the, the big show. Anything else has been overshadowed. Yes, uh, yesterday they made uh, that announcement with the visas and the Canadian beef. Uh, but right now, I mean, all anybody can really talk about is exactly what President Obama will be telling that joint session of Parliament. Got a bit of a uh, preview of it when he spoke to Mayor Watson uh, coming off the plane today. The, the, the Ottawa's Mayor Jim Watson said that uh, President Barack Obama basically said to him, uh, they were talking with the Syrian refugees and how Canada has welcomed 25,000, and Obama said, actually, I'm going to mention that in my speech today. Uh, they're very impressed, the Americans were, with how Canada welcomed all of those refugees. Does this summit seem different? Why Why does there seem to be more of a buzz around this one, do you think? I, I think it is because it is the swan, the swan song of President Barack Obama. Uh, I mean, it's, it's no secret that Canada has had this uh, quasi-love affair with Obama. Um, and, you know, the fact that this is basically a farewell, farewell tour for him definitely be the last time uh, in Canada as a sitting president. Uh, and because of this sort of historic nature to his address to Parliament, I, I think there is this, uh, that, that's the reason for this buzz. And because there is that sort of anxious nature of what the relationship will look like going forward. I mean, Canadians uh, right across the country, you know, excited when they saw that Canada got the invitation for the state dinner. But then when you saw the interaction between the two leaders, you know, the good-natured ribbing about the Stanley Cup and where it is, hmm. uh, and then even poking fun at each other through their different um, shticks at their various press corps gather- gatherings, you know, the White House Correspondents Dinner, and then, you know, um, Justin Trudeau taking a shot at the uh, press gallery dinner here at pre- President Obama. You can tell they like each other, and I think that excites Canadians because we've always had that sort of superiority complex where we just want to be noticed by the U.S. Hmm. We don't want to be that, that, that unknown neighbor, but to see that we are actually sort of liked by the president, <laughs> uh, or, or at least our leader was, is one of those you know, vindications that Canada does matter. You know, that's so true, Mike. It, it's like we're standing there, they like us, they like us, uh, we're so yeah, happy. Yeah, 
like Sally Field. You exactly. Like, you really yeah. like me. You know? Absolutely. I'm afraid I'm beating myself using that reference here. No, no, I understood exactly what you meant. No, no problem there. Um, talk about security. Have there been threats? Have there been any reasons to be concerned about this visit? Um, not that we've heard, and of course police would keep that very close to their vest. They don't want to publicize any kind of threat um, because they don't want any kind of copycats. Of course they've been going through uh, the different scenarios, practicing how um, all of the different vehicles and all of the different, uh, uh, you know, making sure that everybody gets in on time, everybody gets out on time, and the route to and from the airport uh, is opened and closed in, in a timely manner. Um, right now, we haven't heard any threats at this point. When you look around, you know, there are some uh, protesters, just seeing pictures now right across the street from uh, the gallery here. Very few, though. Uh, it really does seem like everything is going off fairly well. Uh, obviously, a terrible terrorist attack in, in Turkey, Istanbul Airport. Uh, any comments on that from the Three Amigos? How does that change things for them? We're expecting when they do uh, give their press conference just in a couple of hours here that they will address that. Um, you know, it does affect the, the overall sort of border security because that, that is always an issue. However, in um, some of the communique that we've already been given, they have talked about making sure that we have more open borders, especially to business travelers. So you know how there's the Nexus program mm -hmm. here in Canada. Um, there is a century program that the U.S. has set up for uh, Mexican and, uh, uh, and, and U.S. visitors. That will sort of be expanded. Anybody who has a Nexus pass will be able to apply for the same type of safe and quick entry into Mexico. This is really to sort of bolster any kind of trade. Business people really love this. Uh, I mean, the, the visa thing was a huge thorn in the side of Mexican business people who would have to give away their passport for 15 days before coming into Canada. And, you know, any business person knows that that's just a non-starter for them uh, because of how travel, you know, happens yeah. with, you know, high-level business people. So when you talk about, uh, you know, how that attack has affected the talks here, I think they want to make sure that, they show the world that, yes, we're going to have open and free borders, but at the same time, they will remain secure, making sure that Canadian officials are working shoulder to shoulder with American officials and Mexico officials, Mexican officials, to make sure that all three levels uh, or both borders and, you know, affecting all three countries are secure. On that note, we've certainly heard, and this is the last question I got, because I know you got to run, Mike. Um, uh, you know, we've certainly heard all the rhetoric in and around Trump's campaign about building the wall and such. Uh, when you get the Mexican president and the U.S. president together, even though if it's it's in Ottawa for a Three Amigos summit, uh, does that does that resonate with Americans? Does that somehow help build this relationship? I think it does. I think you know seeing them together is something uh, that Americans will look at uh, and, and understand that the relationship remains strong. And I think that that's something that they'll want to also convey when they speak to the media as well to both the Mexican and American media. Uh, and I have a feeling there'll be questions about that. You know. What exactly you know is coming, and how does Pinyaneto, um sort of this go forward with this, and how does he continue this relationship and making sure that it remains strong? I think Americans will want to know, uh, you know, what will happen going forward. You know, if if let's say we have Trump as a president. Yeah. Uh, boy, that would change the. Uh, that would certainly change the uh, the dynamic of the meeting, wouldn't it?
Just, uh, just a little bit, I think, yeah. <laughs> Mike has been with us, Global National Ottawa correspondent. Make sure you're watching Global News tonight for all the details. The leaders of Mexico, U.S., and Canada all together in Ottawa for the Three Amigos Summit. Mike, thanks very much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me.